bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. It's hard to yell when the bat rails in your mouth. Come on. Bring them out, bring them out. Hey. Bring them out, bring them out. Bring them out, bring them out. Hey. Bring them out, bring them out. VIP coming live from the VIP. Heard the nightlife, lost life without me. It's Brittany, bitch. And I am back. We are here with week 13 NFL football and all of our conference championship games in college football. Um, starting off with who's hot and who's due. So uh, I'm going to say fourth quarter quarterbacks. We had Jared Goff, Taylor Heineke, and Big Ben all had game-winning drives this week. I don't think I would want anybody else under center for me needing a game-winning drive than these three. Uh, I mean, I, I could probably name a few. <laughs> but uh yeah anyway then who's due with the mob obviously lockout it whole shit is just terrible right now luke loves it though i mean it's just an arbitration thing isn't it yeah i mean i love it because i mean i don't i know the last lockout we had was like we we could we should like remember it maybe we we're kind of young didn't really wasn't any big sports now we got one and i don't even know what to do because i don't know what they're all about but it's fun so, like, to break down what arbitration is, I think I understood what it is. So, you got, like, a guy through his first three years of a contract. You meet with, like, the GM or whatever. You think you write down what you think you deserve. Then they write down what they think you deserve. And then there's some, like, third-party guy who writes down what they think. And then whoever has the closest number between you and the GM, that's what you get. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew it was something with the uh, rookie contracts and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, and there's obviously other shit they'll probably figure out too, but I mean, the arbitration thing was like the number one. Yeah. Um, my who's hot? I'm going to go to the SEC. I mean, they have, for bowl games, I think they have 13 of the 14 teams in there made a bowl with the exception of Vanderbilt. They just aren't a on a thing. And then for basketball, you turn around, they got seven ranked teams right now in basketball. I mean, obviously Florida came off a bad loss tonight, but yeah, so they're rolling. They're best conference in basketball, best, I mean, obviously deepest conference in football. So, I mean, they've kind of always been there though, but yeah, I like, I think they're the hottest uh, conference in yeah, college, they the, college sports. They have the hottest chicks too. Yeah, there you go. Add that to it too. <laughs> Um, and this is crazy because I thought we were going to record before this uh, game tonight, but I was going to do for who's due. I was going to do Mac Jones. Uh, do for a bad game, really. I mean, he was 5-0 and going into this on the road. I mean, it's not over yet, but it's the game. The conditions are horrible, and now this even helps my point because while we're recording this, it's going on. It's the third, fourth quarter, I think, and I think he's thrown one pass and like ran like 30 times almost, so. I mean, it works. I guess I can already say I was I was right. Yeah, I have under forty in this game going on right now, and with that wind going on, it's looking pretty good right now. It's eleven to ten at, at the end of the third quarter. Um, I mean, busting my fingers, but I kind of like it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's going real well. Yeah, uh, before we move into NFL Week Thirteen, <laughs> got the fan fight of the week, but we don't have it in. Uh, NFL or NCAA, we have it in the Canadian Football League. So the T Toronto Argos versus the Hamilton Tigers. 
and some Tiger fan, he spit beer in an Argo player's face. And the next thing you know, we got like a pack of like five or six uh, Argos guys jumping into like where the stands, like, I mean, where the fans like walk and shit, like by their seats. And uh, one of the players just gets a clean hook in, gets a guy right in the face. He tries like fighting back, but then he gets fucking shoved into a brick wall. I mean, it was a pretty good fight for a CFL game. Yeah, that is kind of weird for a CFL game to get that kind of crazy, but I mean, they di- they do it differently up there. Yeah, I'll follow our Instagram page. I'll post that when uh, this episode drops. It's a pretty decent fight, but uh, yeah, we'll move into NFL Week 13 recap. Um, we're going to try to piece this together because, I mean, to say that Sunday was scary is an understatement, right, Luke? Yeah, yeah, no shit. <laughs> but uh anyway the first game first game we have is uh cardinals they beat the bears on kyler's comeback week uh kyler he kind of runs like plankton from spongebob but with like more explosive like shiftiness but you know i love it and andy dalton i think he just forgot what color jerseys his team was wearing on sunday yeah he did i mean four interceptions i mean yeah they're good defense but yeah you're not gonna win a game like that um Kyler Murray threw 15 fucking passes, and they still put up 33. That's unacceptable, considering their run <laughs> game is not that good. But, um, I mean, Dave Montgomery, good to see him back. He had a really, really good game, so, I mean, we're just going to build off him for the future. That's all we really got going for us right now. The next game we have the Indianapolis <clears throat> Jonathan Taylors. They pitch a shutout versus the Texans. Uh, you, yeah, you got to love 32 touches for a buck 43 and two touchdowns. <laughs> I don't think Houston ever had the ball this game. Uh, like, I really want to, like, go back and look at the film and actually see if they ever even had the ball because I was watching Red Zone and they never – I never saw um, their offense on the field. It was wild. All I saw was the Colts driving and scoring. Never once – not even exaggeration. Once, Not once did I see their offense on the field on Red Zone. <laughs> no, yeah, maybe there. I mean, it obviously showed on the scoreboard. What a fucking game! <laughs> oh, but the next game we have Chargers versus the Bengals. So the Chargers they shocked the Bengals with an electric offense performance. But uh, the Chargers they were up twenty four to zero. They almost blew it, but they still won by what was it nineteen? Fucking, I mean, yeah. they blew them out. But yeah, I'm almost one hundred percent positive that every team to ever run the Philly special since the Eagles have done it, have they've won every single game that they've ran it in. <laughs> no, no, actually, they might have. Um, this, like, is such a Bengals-Chargers game. Like, both these teams are the most ir- unpre- the most unpredictable teams in football. It's crazy because right, we think the Bengals are really good after they smoke the Steelers last week and the Chargers are struggling, and then they do this against a good Bengals team on the road. You never know what you're gonna get with either of these teams. Just fucking stay away or flip a coin if you're ever betting on any of these these two. No, that's the thing. Like they're literally the same exact team. Yeah, it's crazy. They're young, they're talented, but they just don't show up sometimes. Yeah, then Burrow, I mean breaking his finger, that didn't fucking help. Yeah, that's fair. But uh the next game we have, what a game. Lions win for the first time in three hundred and sixty-four days. Couldn't quite break that one year streak. But uh yeah, Lions win a touchdown on a fourth and two, caught by Amon St. Brown. Like, what a fucking disappointment for Vikings fans. 
it's embarrassing. It really is. Especially when you're a Vikings fan that talks a lot of shit about te- other teams. Um, no need to call it names or anything, but it's just bad when you lose to the fucking Lions. It doesn't matter how or when or what happens. You can blame it on your play calling. You can blame it on the situations, the refs, whatever. It doesn't matter. You shouldn't lose to the Lions. They're n- unacceptable. Go up 20 and a quarter. That's fucking terrible. And I know Thielen got hurt, but Jesus Christ. I mean, Jetta had a – he made up for Thielen. Yeah, I mean, imagine – not going to name names like you said, but, like, imagine harassing one of your Steelers friends, like, for, like, an hour the day before about tying to the Lions and then with not even 24 hours later losing to them. I mean, next time – he sees any of the Steelers fans that he's talking he to. Or she. He or she yeah. sees a Steelers fan that he may have talked shit to. He deserves to get an earful and for the rest of his life until they play again, until the Steelers play the Vikings. Oh, they, haven't, they haven't played yet, so until that game, I guess, on Thursday, but. Yeah, fuck. I, mean, <laughs> I, forgot, I forgot they got a game coming up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But the next game we have, the Finns, they stay hot and take down the G-Men. I said to bet the under in this game, and oh boy, did it hit. I mean, I think I owe a thank you letter to Mike Lennon. (laughs) and He just just got me a free farm game. So, uh, yeah, (laughs) go Mike Lennon. (laughs) Is this shit? I mean, Tua's playing good, though. Like, I mean, this is kind of the Tua that I'm – Sure, you like. I know you like Tua going into the air. That's kind of what you're hoping for, and he's starting to pick it up. Obviously, once again, they played the worst teams in the league in this stretch that they've had. But I mean, it's good to see him get rolling a little bit. And Jalen Waddle is a stud. He's going to be an awesome wide receiver in the NFL. And the Giants just suck. Well, it's really fun too when Waddle scores and he does his like <laughs> Waddle touchdown dance. But uh, Scott Hansen loves that shit. Oh my but, god! Every time he does it, he has a he has a comment for it. Yeah. The next game we have another like kind of toilet bowl game. Not too bad though. I mean, fly Eagles fly. Only the Jets can let Gardner Minshew, Miles Sanders, and Dallas Goddard beat them by twenty five. And then like Minshew at the end of the game with his dad, like they're hyping each other up. That looked pretty fucking cool. Oh, that was awesome. Uh, Minshew and his dad after the game. Minshew's a guy that you can't not like. I mean, he's just awesome. He's a locker room guy. He's just a cool guy off the field, too, like for the fans and everything. And to see him get a win like this, I don't care who they're playing. Yeah, they beat the Jets. But, no, it's awesome to see that. And he played well. I mean, Zach Wilson didn't play too bad either. Obviously, he's going to make some fucking dumb mistakes. But, no, it was a good game for the Eagles. Yeah, um, Gardner Minshew said something in this game, and now that I learned how to edit, I'll, like, put the clip in for you. Vincent Van Gogh, you know, people told him, you can't be a great painter, you only have one ear. You know what he said? I can't hear you. You guys to listen to, but I'm just going to tell Luke right now to get a reaction. But you know Van Gogh, the artist? Oh. Like, <laughs> the guy with the one ear? Yep. So, Minshew, <laughs> Minshew goes, uh, yeah, you know what? Uh, Van Gogh said to people that didn't like his art, I can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> it's no, that, that clip is the funniest fucking clip ever. Like, it's yeah, so like, it's so weird in an interview that you say that. Only, only Minshew would think of that shit. But... So original, too. Like, it's no one else would think of that. <laughs> Moving on, the next game we have 
Tom and Gronk come to their good friends in the Falcons and they gave them in a good old fashioned ass beating for old time's sake, you know, but uh, the Bucks they just dominated these guys through the air, which I mean, that doesn't really make sense because they can't even fly and Falcons can, but meanwhile, what I know. Yeah. I mean, Tampa's just, Tampa's just going to be Tampa when they get Gronk back. They're so good. Like this is their, that's their missing guy when they didn't have him, they struggled, but um, it's weird because they struggled against the, um, a run, the run a little bit, which is weird to see considering that uh, their secondary is their problem. But, I mean, they played well today. Their secondary still kind of sucked. But they got it done. Um, it was a close game, though, uh, really, if you're watching it. And then the second half, it just kind of got out of the – I mean, Tampa Bay just kind of took a lead. But it wasn't a terrible game overall. Yeah, I mean, I think we forgot to talk about this, too. But uh, Antonio Brown being suspended three games for being a lying piece of shit. Um, that's what I thought. That's what he signed up for. And, yeah, he's the biggest piece of shit in NFL history. So, the next game we have, the Rams, they ram the Jags. Odell scored. Holy shit. Um, if, if you get enough points on the board to make the Jags reliant on the pass, you, like, automatically win the game. Um, Was... Daryl Henderson, he got hurt, did he? Okay, because I know I was going against him in fantasy, and he had zero, just straight zero. And Sonny Michelle had a hell of a fucking game. So that's what I thought. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's what the Rams do to bad teams, though. They absolutely destroy every bad team they play, not even close. And, I mean, Odell's celebration was kind of dope after his touchdown to revive himself. That was kind of sick. But, uh, yeah, he's back-to-back weeks now with a touchdown. I mean, he's starting to get into the groove with with the Rams, so – I mean, I think he's good. I think he's still a good player. It's just the drama that he brings can kind of get be a distraction. You know who else this season, though, had a really nice uh, touchdown celebration after being irrelevant for a while and then sucked absolute cock the next week? Uh, Antonio Brown. Cam Newton. Damn. Remember he, that? Didn't, he didn't have a receiving touchdown, though. Well, I mean, he had a touchdown. Um. And then- yeah, I mean, he had one bad week, but he had a bye this week. I mean, he'll, be, he'll regroup. Uh, P.J. Walker's better. Oh, in this game, though. P.J. Walker's terrible that, the game before him, or a game he came in for. Well, who was worse? Cam Newton. Well, I mean, he had a larger sample size. Well, anyway, <laughs> actually, with this Jags-Rams game, we saw another one of those tackles where a guy will, like, grab the person's jersey or, like, undershirt or whatever, and it'll drag out, like, 10 yards. Like, what the fuck are they making these jerseys out of? No, I know. The jerseys, undershirt. I think it's the undershirts. But whatever it is, yeah. it's ridiculous. But one thing I want to say, the leading receiver for the Jags, La- Laquan Treadwell, like, what the hell? Wasn't he like that first round draft pick for the Vikings? Like, yeah, long- he, he was dog shit. He couldn't catch a ball. Then he leaves the Jackson receiving this this week. That's, I mean, it's Jacksonville for you, I guess. And then Carlos Hyde and uh, James Robinson were right neck and neck and um, points for, uh, I mean, rushing yards. So it's a weird week for the Jags. Yeah, I'm pretty sure in our fantasy football league, I dropped LaVisca Chenault. Yeah, I'm mean, good. I wouldn't have a single wide receiver on that team on the Jags. The next game we have, so the football team takes down the Raiders at the Death Star. 
Taylor Heineke, he just loves football more than anybody on the field at any given time. And if you like rewatch that last draft, I mean that last uh, drive he had, he was a, just a fucking animal. Won the game for him. Oh my god, yeah, he he, he loved this. He, he's another guy you cannot not like. I mean, he just goes out there and gives it all hundred percent, no matter what. He's gonna put his body on the line for. He doesn't care. I mean, because he, he's one of those guys like he's a quarterback. Yeah, you got to protect yourself, but. If you're a guy like Heineke where it's like you're probably not a franchise guy, do it. Like, put your, you got to be that guy. Be the thing that really gets everyone going. Uh, when a guy does something like that, I mean, it's just going to get the whole team fired up and everyone loves him on the team. So it's a huge, like, boost for them. I think that Taylor Heineke, just like Drew Locke, they're, like, too good that they put the ball where people, like, should be, but they're not good enough, like, on their same level. <laughs> So then they end up fucking up. It looks bad on them. And then, yeah, but, like, then they just have these games where they're absolutely studs. And Yeah. Like, yeah, if they had better, more weapons, you're saying, I mean, they'd be fine. Yeah. You give them the weapons Brady has. Exactly. I mean, we had, like, GOAT conversation. I mean, ESPN would have something to talk about for the next 10 years. <laughs> no shit. Them fucking idiots. They talk about the same thing every goddamn week. But yep. Anyway, so the Steelers they go full renegade on the Ravens and win their division rivalry showdown. Uh, when I heard renegade, I, I knew the game was over. I should have live bet it. I should have put the fucking house <laughs> on it. Uh, I always cracked again, but my whole body's in shambles right now, and that's a credit to my uh, I don't know determination, soul, will to fight that I'm doing this right now. But, um, yeah, Deontay Johnson, he could have had three touchdowns. But, hey, it ain't a Steelers football game without a little, like, theater, you know. <laughs> yeah, no shit. What a fucking game this was. Uh, did Boss missed a PAT, too, did he not? In Pittsburgh, it's fucking triangle win. Oh, well, he's nails any anytime else. But once he misses, there's an excuse right there. Um, was fucked. <laughs> but I mean, you make it whatever. I mean, Ravens still have to go for two, and you still win anyway. So it wasn't really made too much of a difference. But going for two, I mean, credit to Harbaugh. I'd be like, you know what? Fuck it. I mean, I don't think he had a corner left for the game, so he had to like do something. Otherwise, just throw some wide receivers out there. Maybe I'd be like, you guys will play receiver. You probably kind of know how to guard a little bit. I don't know. Or maybe Lamar. Maybe put Lamar out there. That would have been cool to see Lamar play a corner. Yeah, I mean, it'd be a better corner than quarterback, but... Oh, I mean, he's still... Back to that two-point conversion play, if you think that he's stupid for doing that, you're a fucking idiot. One, they played Renegade. Two, we talked about this earlier this year, uh, what college football game, uh, I forget what coach called it, and then it didn't work. But if you're trying to instill, like, a winning culture... I mean, well, Sean McDermott did it, too... But fucking go for it. Like, win the bitch. Like, I mean. I mean, you have Lamar, too, as your quarterback. Like, it's not like he's going to drop back and has to pass it. He can make a play. Well, and that's Lamar, what you want in two-point conversion. If it breaks down, it's perfect time to just make a play. Yeah, and, like, he did what he had to on that play. Like, Mark Andrews just dropped it. Yeah, no, it, it was it would have worked. But, I mean, just a little, just an inch off. So, I mean, no, I mean, it's credit to Harbaugh trusting your players. Be like, I trust my quarterback. I trust my team. And we can get it two, two points easy. And, I mean, they should have had it. I mean, yeah, when you have Lamar, though, you go for that. I don't even think it's really a question. Well, it also helps that uh, 
They're what go, going into the game eight and three, top of the AFC. Yeah, they got some cushion, I guess, to lose. But enough about the Rat Birds. We'll go to a different bird. Uh, the Seahawks they find a way to win a football game against the Niners. The twelfth man was in attendance, and as soon as Travis Homer took that fake punt to the house, yeah, like that crowd just took over. Um, he even picked up a fumble later in that game on special teams. Like, wasn't either leading rusher. Like it's fucking. I think he yeah he had three attempts for eighty yards or something like that, and he's a leading rusher for the Seahawks. But <laughs> yeah, I mean. I, game was a total fluke but garoppolo he just fucked up at the worst times in this game yeah three for 80 and a touchdown is fucking wild and russ finally decided to show up like how hell the game by him too his special teams played great i mean you already said that part but yeah seahawks needed this win they basically almost have to win out if they want any shot and niners are right there they're in it right now. They got to start winning too. It's, it was a great game. Both teams needed needed wins, and Seahawks showed up. It's like pissing me off too because George Kittle is playing out of his fucking mind. He had such a good game this game, but they just, I mean, couldn't fucking do it. But the next game we have, speaking of loud crowds, the Chiefs face. Screen to the Broncos out of the building on Sunday night. I mean, I was watching like the rest of the highlights of this game, and it was like I swear to the announcers. I mean, they didn't have to, but if they started yelling, I mean, I wouldn't even blame them because this that's, that's nuts. But uh, yeah, I mean, Javante Williams he had a great game, but the Chiefs are looking fucking nails on D of late. Yeah, I mean, I don't wouldn't be surprised if Chiefs end up winning their division. Um. Or we're not not their division. Getting the number one seed is what I meant to say. I mean, their schedule. You got Raiders, Chargers, Steelers, Bengals, Broncos again. So I mean, that's definitely winnable. Because Raiders, you never know. I mean, Chargers, you never know. Steelers, who fucking knows? Bengals, who knows? And Denver's not good. So I mean, if they just come out hot, they should be fine. And they are rolling, like you said. They're fucking playing so good. Um, Denver's just Teddy's not the answer. I mean, everyone kind of knew that. And the, the thing the Chiefs are doing is they're not being so flashy anymore. They're just winning games, which is helping them. They figured out, like, we don't need to be flashy. We don't need to do all this shit. Just win games. And that's what they're doing. Their defense is playing really well, too. Well, that's the thing. Like, they only put up 22. Like, you would think, like, the Chiefs team of old, I mean, put up, like, 40 or night damn near. But, like. Sorensen. <laughs> yeah, Sorensen with that, like, so drag. Like, <laughs> it was, like, the whitest, like, celebration ever. Like, and that Swanson guy, all Chiefs fans, they cheat, they shit on him so hard, but they didn't have like a random pick six. Like, I swear they always come in the playoffs too. Like, he just makes a big play, and it's like, oh, all right. Like, <laughs> yeah, no shit. He's just, I, when I saw him get pick six, I'm like, this is what's going on. This is, you know, it's like Chiefs are back when a guy like that gets a fucking pick six. Well, I swear, like, that Swanson guy, like, he would be a special teams, like, God and any other team. But, like, for his Chiefs team, he, like, plays linebacker and, like, will make two plays a year. That's fucking massive. Oh, yeah, exactly. The next game we have, we have the game from last Thursday night. Uh, Saints probably won this game if Taysom Hill doesn't throw four picks. But the huge debate now everybody's talking about is, is Tony Pollard better than Zeke? No. <laughs> um, 
Well, that, that argument's just dumb. We're just not going to go there. But Taysom Hill, if you have to throw 41 times with Taysom Hill, you're not winning. There's not a chance you have at winning a game because there's no way you throw 40 times and don't expect four interceptions from him. That's just who he is. He's, he's at least throwing three. Um, he had 11 carries for 101 yards. The guy is an unbelievable runner. Unbelievable. And he's a guy – he's a quarterback that won't slide because he's not a quarterback. He's a guy that likes to get hit and will fucking get hit and get extra yards. And that's what he did. I mean, he you can't expect him to be to beat another team passing 41 times. No, yeah, you're totally right. But, I mean, we kind of brought it up earlier this next Thursday night. You know, the Thursday night game we always forget to give you guys a pick on. We have Steelers versus Vikings. Uh, the over-under is 44-and-a-half, and the spread is minus three favoring the Vikings. So I'm going to this game with the guy we shall not speak, or girl, um, that, you know, can't name names. But <laughs> just for fun, I'm taking over. Uh, Steelers like their offense lately, and the Vikings have a really good offense. But I think anybody could win this game, honestly, and I'll take the over. I want to take Steelers because I think Steelers are a team that they're going to either get blown out or if it's close, they're going to, they're a team that can win those games because of the experience they have at coaching, the experience they got at the quarterback. I know Big Ben may not be great, but he can, knows how to handle a game late. And, I mean, Tomlin does too. So I think if they keep it close, they can get within the number and probably win this game outright. Uh, Vikings just – that's a demoralizing loss for them. It's just going to kill them. No Adam Thielen. I mean, that just sucks uh, to lose like they did. So I think they're just going to come in not too excited because that loss is just going to carry over to a Thursday, it seems like. I can't wait to see some terrible towels waving in the air. <laughs> it might be a lot of Steelers fans there because Vikings, after you lose the Lion, and, I mean, obviously you still have choice at the playoffs, but it's kind of like starting to fade away your playoff hopes. So it's like, eh, like, and Steelers – Steelers fans are all over the place, so. I will still. And the amount of Steelers fans that are in the Midwest, and we never get to play the NFC North. Like, all we yeah, have. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We've had the Packers game, but then we have this game in primetime. So, we'll travel even better. Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be a fun game for sure. Home game. Anyway, that brings us into college football. Huge fucking college football game, obviously. <laughs> championships we'll start off with uh baylor versus oklahoma they take home the hardware big 12 natty um i thought iowa state was supposed to play this game this year but huh, i guess not but uh dave dave Arada, whatever he's a fucking nuts coach he made baylor the best texas this year oh no that's it's yeah it's wild like you think um like you said that you he makes Texas the best team in Texas, and you got um, A&M, who has Jimbo Fisher, who is, I mean, recruiting off his ass lately, and Texas gets um, uh, Sarkeesian, and they're supposed to be back, and they're supposed to be good, and they don't even do it. And Baylor comes out of nowhere, 11-2, wins Big 12. Crazy game, too. I mean, literally inches, not even inches, like you could say centimeters away from uh, winning this game. Crazy ending of Oklahoma State twice they couldn't score within the two yard line, and it's, and that was the difference. Felt so bad for Mike Gundy that he had to lose that way. 
Yeah, they they should have won this game. I mean, Baylor gave it to them. They literally didn't want to win. It didn't seem like Baylor couldn't do anything in the second half. Well, the next game we have, they blows out Houston to secure their playoff spot. Like Cincinnati, it's the only thing not mid in Cincinnati. I mean, Skyline Chili, mid. The Bills, <laughs> mid. No, I mean, this is huge for Cincinnati to win like they did, too. I mean, just convincing. Who gives a shit? No questions asked. Undefeated going into the playoffs. I think putting them at four is it's. I mean, it is a little dis- bit disrespectful. I mean, maybe we'll talk about the playoffs in it later, but I just think they should have got a little more respect. I mean, you go undefeated, you play who you play. It's not really up to you. And you go undefeated and kill them. You beat Notre Dame. You you want them to have a test, and they do it. And then they blow out their two biggest um, conference games. They blow them out uh, to end the year. So I mean, I think Cincinnati get a little more respect, but. I mean, here they are. They're in the playoffs like they wanted. So it kind of sucks because they got to go with Bama. And it's going to kind of like if they get smoked, it's going to ruin the whole G5. But good for them to get in. Good for them to win this. And the next game we have, Georgia blows their play. Their, uh, <laughs> perfect season Alabama. If someone's going to do it, his name Nicholas Saban. Like, holy fuck. I can't believe they lost like that. I mean, it's just typical Kirby Smart. Um, it, I mean, I mean, I could talk about this game all day. I mean, it showed that Georgia has good defense, but they just don't have the athletes that Bama has. Like, it, that's what it came down to. Their corner, their secondary, their linebacks, everything, their line. They couldn't get any pressure. They couldn't do anything because they just weren't as athletic or they didn't have the athletes that uh, Bama has, and they couldn't keep up with them. I still think Stetson Bennett, I think he's an awesome player and everything, but he's not the right guy to start a quarterback because their offense is horrible. Yeah, I mean, and Kirby's a visor guy too, but, like, historically, visor guys, that's not it. I got I, I, I just Kirby can't – if he starts Stetson Bennett going into this playoffs, that's the second time where they should have won the national championship and he starts their own quarterback. Yeah, yeah, I remember talking about that it's like holy shit like yeah he can't fuck this up again next game we have i always get shit stomped by michigan i'm just glad to say we made a conference championship when no one expected us to when iowa state was supposed to and they didn't it's like all right i'll take it yeah i mean say what you want um you watched the game i watched the whole entire game i could have just said fuck it but i want to see it um Michigan's first two touchdowns. So we go down, should have scored a touchdown. We didn't. Then we should have got a field goal. We missed it. So now it's 0-0. Michigan gets the ball. Drive a little bit. Um, touchdown. Big play. Or No, I think they gave it back to us. I can't remember what happened exactly, but whatever. They drive down, uh, score a touchdown. Next time we do whatever we did, probably nothing. Uh, or maybe got a field goal. And then they come down. Uh, trick play touchdown. Halftime, they had one first down. Going into the second half, they had one first down total. Michigan did. So I mean, it's just kind of over right there. If you're to, if it's if we go 14-10 into the half, I think we got a different ball game. And then from there, the fourth quarter, they scored two garbage time touchdowns. If you really watch the game, so, I mean, it was a little closer. Obviously, it was a kind of a blowout, but score is way, way, way out blown out of proportion than what it really was. Uh, yeah, I mean, good thing we got there, like you said. So anyone that wants to talk shit, just like I mean, all Iowa State fans talk to us about the um, um, Rose Bowl. I mean, we got there, so I mean that's something. So whatever. I mean, we're in a bowl game, so let's just on to the next one. Let's win our bowl game. Yeah, I mean, 
is like really demoralizing too when we run like first trick play of the year, we blow it, and then Michigan comes down, runs the same exact play, and then scores on it. Like, yeah. But anyway, the last game I have Oregon. Well, maybe Oregon piece of shit out of Utah. Wait, other way around. Utah <laughs> out of Oregon again, and the Suels have a lot of fun athletes in their family. Yeah. No, I mean, Oregon's quarterback is fucking horrendous. He is so bad. And, like, Utah's defense won this. No, Oregon's quarterback won Utah the game, is what I should be saying. He sucks. Um, Oregon, I thought Oregon had a chance at winning this game. I thought, I like, they got blown out last time. I think they would win this game. Uh, not even close. I was completely wrong. They're not a good team. Cristobal is gone. Um, here's Utah in the Rose Bowl. They're probably going to get absolutely shit stomped by Ohio State, but they you're probably 12 champs. Oh, I mean, that's unless Utah packed fucking stadium like usual. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, then, like, the last game I want to bring up, hit, beats uh, Wake Forest. Kenny Pickett's going to look so good in the Steelers jersey. Uh, he's a he's baller. He's a baller. Um, I Wake Forest. I still think they're a pretty solid team. They're they're winning this game and in the first quarter. They're right in it and they just didn't score at all. Uh, Hartman just kind of fell asleep. It seemed like their offense just didn't wasn't working. So good game for Pitt though. I mean, this is a huge win for Pitt to uh, win this conference with Kenny Pickett. It's going to help him boost get a boost for the Heisman. But I guess we'll see who how he does for the Heisman. And yeah, I mean, if he whoever drafts him, I think he's going to have a great player for player out of it. Well, Pickett, that run he had, fake slide. You never see that shit. He goes, no, one in this fucking thing. <laughs> no, that's, like, that's awesome. That's just smart football move there. Name one player in the Heisman running right now who has a Heisman moment like that. None of them. Give him the fucking hardware. Yeah, I, I think Kenny Pickett should win. I think he deserves it. Fucking amazing. Anyway, we'll move like the other sports starting with basketball we have donovan mitchell and demar DeRozan win player of the week donovan mitchell had 33 5 and 4 and then demar had 34 and 6 i mean i just think it's nice to see the jazz winning since i mean i picked them to win the west on this podcast yeah i have jazz in my um uh, nba finals too i picked them so i i think um yeah, it's good to see him win. I love Donovan Mitchell. He carries that team uh, pretty well. Um, he's a killer. And, yeah, I mean, good to see them doing doing well. They do every year, but it's nice to see a team like that win. And just another thing in NBA news, Chauncey Billups, I mean, he's talking shit about his own team. He was saying how it's sad how the bench has to inspire the starters when it should be the other way around. And then – Damian Lillard, after getting asked about it, he's like, you media guys are, like, overreacting about all this shit. He's like, you need to shut the fuck up or whatever. Yeah, ouch. I mean, I didn't, I didn't really see that. I haven't really followed NBA, like, at all this year. It's kind of one – it's weird. It's probably the least I've been into it, but it's probably the most I've been into the Timberwolves. So, it's kind of weird. I mean, NBA just kind of gets brushed on the rug this time of year, it seems like. Well, now Dame said that he wants to play as Ben Simmons, like get him traded there. Really? I mean, I don't really know how that would all turn out, but 
I mean, I think Dame just wants any every little bit of firepower he can get to maybe make a fucking playoff run in the West. Yeah, I know I'm not that he's definitely hoping for that, but we'll see what what he gets. Yeah, then like the last thing we have, MLB, obviously you have the lockout. I mean, free agents we didn't talk about that got signed were I mean, I think just like Javi and Stroman to the Cubs or Javi went to the Tigers, but I mean, yeah, that whole agency we had was so electric, but then the fucking lockout happened, so now we can't enjoy it anymore. Yeah, I know. Uh, I think Big Cat said it best. He's like, "Oh, D- Detroit, you got Javi, but I mean, at least when you, at least when you lose, it's gonna be fun." No, yeah, exactly. It's just, <laughs> I don't know, the fucking MLB. It's just hilarious. I mean, we, there's just almost every week. I swear about just different shit about like corruption or whatever. Like it's almost about time they go to the lockout. Yeah, MLB is just it's I mean everyone hates the fucking commissioner too. It's it's a bit that league is kind of a shit show right now. Yeah, I mean, I forgot to bring this up earlier, but I just have to say it cuz it's so fucking horseshit. Last week after the Bengals huge win against Steelers, Good Morning Football's Peter Schrager said that Joe Burrow is the best quarterback in the AFC and I want to fucking literally write a letter to him like Maybe not a death threat, but, like, something along those lines where it's, like, you need to fucking figure it out. That that doesn't even make any fucking sense. I know. Like, he has one good game against a broken-down Steelers defense. His and- record's, like, 7-5. and five. Oh, yeah. It's, like, how on fucking earth. It makes no... I mean, Joe Burrow, I like him. I mean, I like him at all. And he's... I think he's a good player. He... To just say, like, oh, yeah, he's the best quarterback in the AFC. Like, holy shit. Loot in the moment. Yeah, but anyway, I think that wraps up anything. I mean, everything. If you got another NBA thing I saw. um, So my pick for rookie of the year was Jalen Green. Wasn't yours, too? Yep. He, um, I just saw there's 6-0 since he's been out, and – uh, first or no, he himself is last in plus minus in the NBA, and they're six and zero without him this year. So, I mean, not looking great. I mean, obviously, I don't think that means much because he's a, he's a rookie. He's gonna be an elite scorer, but I mean, his rookie year so far, not doing great. Bleacher Report has some cool where they have plus minus for shooting, and and the bottom three people or no bottom five, three of these guys are in it. Davion which is like obvious he's just defensive guy but mm-hmm. and Cade Cunningham damn they're like minus 40 or something when with and then the next guy is Patty Mills at 51 wow well that's, that's weird that's weird sad yeah the other guy at the bottom five Anthony Davis for some reason yeah but yeah, that, that wraps up everything. We had a really good week in college basketball. Make sure to tune in uh, Thursday. We'll have an episode for you with that. And then obviously our picks on Saturday. So uh, thanks for listening. This kid is a He's a He's a playmaker. Ain't a shot. In case you Unleashed. Don't keep on letting go. It's time.